Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The possibility of all that freezing over as ice this morning is certainly there, so make sure that you're driving with plenty of caution. Later on today, we're looking at mostly cloudy skies. Temperatures will warm into the upper 40s to near 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Media Aldous Marpena in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we've got 35 degrees in Upper Marlboro, 34 down in Woodbridge, 35 in Northwest Washington, and we've got 33 degrees outside the WTOP studios at 159. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hello and good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. Coming up, our wet Saturday may mean a slippery overnight drive. Forecast and uh, details are coming up. Also, a 100th birthday celebration for a World War II veteran with a strong faith. I'm Dick Iuliano. You may not mind seeing these police lights in your rearview mirror. This is Kyle Cooper. And the Commanders wrap up another losing season, hosting Dallas later at FedEx today. It is 2 a.m. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. The hospitalization of Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was unknown to senior Biden administration leaders, members of Congress, and even top Pentagon officials until days after Austin entered Walter Reed National Military Medical Center on Monday. The Daily Telegraph's Tony Diver. The Defense Secretary was taken into hospital on Monday because of these complications following elective surgery. We haven't given any further detail on what exactly it was, but it has been reported that he was in intensive care. But it seems that the White House wasn't in informed about any of this until Thursday. So that's three full days that his duties were being delegated to his deputy, Kathleen Hicks. But she was actually herself on holiday in Puerto Rico at the time. In a statement Saturday night, Austin said he recognizes that he, quote, could have done a better job ensuring the public was appropriately informed about his hospitalization. Israeli troops continue to pound Hamas targets in Gaza, says IDF spokesman Daniel Hagari. We've completed the dismantling of Hamas frameworks in the north of the Gaza Strip, and we'll continue to deepen this achievement and strengthen the barrier and the defense elements of the border. Now we're focusing on dismantling Hamas in the center of Gaza and in the south of the Strip. A winter storm is blanketing parts of New England, says National Weather Service meteorologist Mark Chenard. We're seeing pretty heavy snow across portions of northeast Pennsylvania into northwest New Jersey, Connecticut, and then a lot of upstate New York, central into upstate New York. That's where the core of the snow is. It's going to start shifting east as we go into the day Sunday. Much of southern New England will start to get into the snow, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and then even up into Vermont, New Hampshire, in the southern half of Maine. Two people have died in a 35-vehicle pileup on an interstate west of Bakersfield, California. Yesenia Cruz was involved. Our GPS um, notified us that there was an accident, and so we stopped. And as like two minutes after we stopped, the car behind us hit us, and that's when everything just happened real fast. The FAA has grounded 171 Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes worldwide 
after part of an Alaska Airlines plane blew off shortly after takeoff from Portland, Oregon, Friday night. Four in the air as a plug door blew off this plane while it was 16,000 feet in the sky. Seattle, Alaska. Videos taken from inside the plane show passengers appearing calm. I heard like a big bang. And then I looked to my left and there's this huge chunk part of the airplane just like missing. There was a kid in that row. His shirt was sucked off him and out of the plane. CBS's Elise Preston. There were 174 passengers on board. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. It's 2.03 a.m. Sunday, January 7th. It's 33 degrees, partly sunny highs in the mid-40s later today. And good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. The top local stories we're following this hour. Warnings and advisories for our re- for the region's first storm have expired, but the threat is far from over. Temps are expected to drop into the, below the freezing mark, and that can bring the threat of black ice. Sharon Ketchum with the Virginia Department of Transportation shares some tips for drivers about icy spots on local roadways. The best advice that we like to give drivers is leave a few minutes earlier if you must travel. I mean, the best advice, stay indoors. Don't go out until we know that the temperature's warmed up and melted anything out there. But if you do have to get out in it, make sure that you drive slower, leave earlier than you would normally leave. And uh, if you do encounter any of those, just just keep your, your wheel straight. Try to stay calm. And safety's the top priority. And so the best idea with you see any icy spots, just drive as slowly as you can through them. And those will primarily form on the overpasses, on the exit and the on-ramps. You also have to be careful when you're just out walking, driveways, sidewalks, stairwells. Be very, very careful of ice out there as well. And we will keep an especially close eye on the road conditions all night with traffic and weather on the 8th. It is 2.05. The lobby of a D.C. apartment building was crowded with well-wishers for a special occasion. It's the 100th birthday of one of the building's favorite residents. Tompkins Hallman stepped briskly down the two steps and took his place in the center of the lobby as his friends and neighbors sang. The centenarian says he starts each day with a bath and prayers. I take it one day at a time. I have my black cup of coffee. I read the Washington Post. The World War II veteran survived cancer in the 1980s. He was an early civil rights activist, and he's a favorite among the neighbors in the Saxony building near D.C.'s Adams Morgan neighborhood. He's just the kindest, gentlest soul that you'll ever meet. Shows up at all of our parties. He's very social. As for his longevity, Hallman says he has a sister who's 105. Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. We're learning more information about a deadly crash in Prince George's County that left a 15-year-old dead and two others hospitalized. The multi-vehicle crash happened around 12.30 Friday afternoon in the area of Piscataway Road in King Gallahan Court. Two teenage boys were in a Kia Sedona minivan heading in the wrong direction on the southbound side of Piscataway Road when they collided head-on with a pickup truck. Prince George's County police say the minivan had been reported stolen earlier in the day. Uh, 15-year-old Sean Shelton of Akakik was believed to be the driver. He was pronounced dead at the scene of the crash. Another is in the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries, and the man driving the other vehicle, the pickup truck, is also hospitalized, and he's expected to recover. 
When you see police lights in your rearview mirror, it can be bad news. But in one part of our area, these police lights are the ones you might not mind seeing. Patrol vehicles in Fairfax City now have what are being called cruise mode lights. Officers will run with these steady burning lights from now on while on patrol. The lights are completely different from flashing emergency lights that we're all used to. The police department says it's an effort to increase visibility and safety in the community. The strategy is being used by other police departments across the country. You can see the difference in the two light modes in a video posted on the Fairfax City Police Facebook page. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Prince George's County has a shortage of school crossing guards. Now, authorities are turning to police to help fill that gap. Intersections and other critical points along many routes students walk to get to and from Prince George's County schools that didn't have a crossing guard before will now be staffed by uniformed police, according to the Office of County Executive Angela Alsobrooks. This new plan is in response to what the county says is a critical shortage of crossing guards. Back in December, two elementary school students were killed in the crosswalk at Riverdale and Taylor Road, which was not staffed by a crossing guard. The county also says they're embarking on an aggressive new recruiting campaign to fill these positions as soon as possible. Matt Koufax, WTOP News. A dog described as a courageous pup needs help after falling victim to a violent attack. His name is Double, and he was rescued by D.C. police Thursday night in Southwest at the 200 block of L Street. Double is a black Belgian shepherd, a companion to an elderly gentleman. He was shot in the face. Police did not release information about a shooter. They brought him to the ER at Veterinary Emergency Group, VEG, on 8th Street, where they treated the gunshot wound. But Double needs expensive surgery now from seven dollars to $12,000 to repair a fractured jaw. There's a GoFundMe page to cover that with any leftover funds going to the VEG Cares program. Go to GoFundMe and Double's Road to Recovery. Michael Toscano, WTOP News. And coming up after traffic and weather, home builders believe 2024 will be a much busier year. Good morning, it is 2.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather uh, on the 8th. Let's go to Ken Berger and the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Rich. Uh, starting at the Bay Bridge in Maryland, we have reports of some foggy conditions at the bridge, especially out over the water. Uh, all lanes are open, both eastbound and westbound, 2 to Kent Island and 3 to Sandy Point. So no delays out there and uh, traffic moving at a steady pace. Just uh, be, take a little bit easy out over the water because of possible, possible foggy conditions. Then in Loudoun County in Virginia, got good, some got, uh, got some good news. Evergreen Mills Road at uh, Creighton Road now open. That's out in Leesburg. VDOT crews got on the scene of those icy conditions, put some of the deacer down, and looks like they report now that all lanes are open. However, also in Loudoun County, Gum Spring Road between Braddock Road and Sudley Road, that is still closed in various areas because of ongoing icy conditions. So again, use caution as you make your way up and down Gum Spring Road. And in Prince William County, had icy conditions reported affecting both sides of US 15 James Madison Highway between the John Marshall Highway and Old Carolina Road. Use caution because of possible icy conditions. Otherwise, traffic around the DMV running at a swell and steady pace. No issues to report either on the Capitol Beltway in Maryland or in Virginia. Also in Virginia, the 95 corridor clear both sides between Springfield and Fredericksburg. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra Hyundai Ionic or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to 7 News First Alert. 
alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Even though the precipitation has ended, and even if you only saw rain on Saturday, the chance that some of that freezing over this morning is certainly there. Temperatures are in the upper 20s to low 30s, so drive with extra caution, especially on the elevated roadways. Later on today, we're looking at mostly cloudy skies, and temperatures will warm into the upper 40s to near 50 degrees. For Monday, lots of sunshine in the forecast with highs in the 40s. And then we're tracking another storm system on the heels of the one from yesterday. This is looking like a rain event for Tuesday, but heavy rain in the forecast with one to two inches of rain possible with highs near 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena, the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we've got 34 degrees out in Hyattsville. It's 32 in Herndon. It's still 35 downtown at Foggy Bottom. And we've got 32 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Tracy Jonke. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. One key to thawing the frozen housing market is coaxing owners out of their existing homes into something new. And in 2024, that is more likely to be a newly built home, says Jim Tobin, the president of the National Association of Home Builders. New homes are actually making about 30 percent of the market uh, when they're traditionally more clear, closer to 10 or 12 percent. That's because so many would-be home sellers are holding out for lower mortgage rates and suppressing the supply of available used homes. Tobin and his trade group predict mortgage rates will come down this year by enough to bring sellers back in, and they will need a new place to live. Tobin just hopes the home building suppliers will be ready. That's one of the headwinds we're worried about as we believe we're going to pick up in home construction over the next three or four years uh, is whether the supply chains are ready to meet that demand. The builders are getting ready. In November, work began on single-family homes at the fastest pace in 19 months. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tracy Jones. On WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, coronavirus and flu cases have been on the rise as of late, and that's all being driven by holiday get-togethers. Many are again worried about the strain on medical professionals in our area. Dr. Peter Hotez is dean of the National School of Tropical Medicine at the Baylor College of Medicine, and he joins us to take a deep dive next. It is 212. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. As veterans, we're no strangers to helping others. That's what we were taught, service before self. But we do have one question for the veterans listening. When is the last time you reached out for help? If you or someone you know needs resources, whether it's for stress, finances, employment, or mental health, don't wait. Reach out. Find more information at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together. We did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
Coming up, a child is dead and two adults injured following a fire in Western Maryland Friday night. More news in 60 seconds. It is 2-14. Are your children up to date on their school immunizations? Childhood immunizations and regular visits to the doctor help protect D.C. public school students, staff, and teachers year-round. Make sure your students are protected from childhood diseases. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization for more information on school immunization requirements and to find vaccine clinics throughout the district. Together, we can ensure all D.C. students are healthy and ready to learn by protecting them and our community against infectious disease. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization to learn more. This is the story of the man who didn't know. I didn't know. He didn't check in with WTOP, so he didn't hear the latest. Oh, I didn't know. He didn't think that things could change that quickly. The news, the weather, the traffic. So he didn't do anything. I didn't know. He could check in with WTOP two, three, four times a day. Then he would know. WTOP News. Facts matter. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. It's 2.15. I'm Rich Hunter. Thanks for being with us. A surge in coronavirus and flu infections this past week, and that's uh, because of all the holiday get-togethers over the last couple of weeks, uh, has health managers here in the D.C. area worried about a potential strain on area hospitals as the winter rolls on. Dr. Peter Hotez is dean of the National School of Tropical Medicine at Baylor College of Medicine and an advocate in the fields of global health and vaccinology. He tells WTOP's Dimitri Sotis this winter's virus surge might have been smaller if more people were willing to get their flu shot and yearly COVID shot this past fall. One of the things that I wrote about in my new book, The Deadly Rise of Anti-Science, was how 200,000 Americans needlessly died during the Delta wave in 2021 at the last half and the BA1 wave when vaccines were more than 90% protective against severe illness because they refused the COVID vaccine. And so they were needless deaths and not small numbers, 200,000. And and a lot of that came out of specific elected members of the U.S. Congress, the Senate and House of Representatives, and it was amplified on Fox News every night. And there's no other polite way to say it other than to say it. I mean, this was documented by two groups, Media Matters, a watchdog group, and a research group out of the Federal University of Science and Technology in Switzerland. So if you're, you know, if you're tuning into Fox News every night, you're basically getting indoctrinated with a lot of anti-science, anti-vaccine disinformation and trying to get people out of that rabbit hole is really, really tough. But looking ahead to the next pandemic, your thoughts on the hardened opinions, uh, our experience with COVID and and how we may handle that better or, or as poorly as we did this last one? Yeah, I'm really worried. Um, and, you know, we, and we've had three major coronavirus epidemic pandemics this new century, right? We had SARS, severe acute respiratory syndrome in 2002. We had Middle Eastern respiratory syndrome in 2012, now COVID-19. So we'll likely have a fourth one before the end of this decade. And, you know, if you remember when COVID vaccines first rolled out, everyone was clamoring to get a vaccine and then their vaccination rate stalled in the middle of 2021. And the people accepting the bivalent booster last year was less than 20% of the population. Now, once again, with this new annual immunization. So I think that's how we'll start out with the next pandemic, that people are going to refuse to get vaccinated. And I worry about the loss of life that will result because of it. So I think, you know, anti-vaccine activism and sentiment is really going up. I mean, you're seeing this now play out in the House COVID subcommittee hearings. They're trying to revise history. They want to say, no, it wasn't the COVID 
COVID that killed Americans was the COVID vaccines, which is ridiculous, or that the scientists invented the virus. So I, I'm very worried for the country because it's not only targeting the science, but it's portraying scientists as public enemies or enemies of the state. That's Dr. Peter Otez with the Baylor College of Medicine. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Defense Secretary Austin was hospitalized last week, but it remains a mystery why he did not tell senior Biden administration colleagues. The feds ground the entire fleet of Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets after the side blows out of one plane over Portland. And Secretary of State Antony Blinken is on his fourth trip to the Middle East since the war between Israel and Hamas uh, started in October. He's attempting to keep the conflict from further spreading throughout the region. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead, where it's now 218. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Ken Berger and the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks a lot, Rich. You're listening to an accident uh, on the scanner. It's on the Capitol Beltway, and the police say it's uh, on or near the ramp uh, from US 50 to the Beltway Outer Loop, Arlington Boulevard. Uh, so just be prepared. There's a, there is a brief delay. They say it's property damage only, uh, but they're re- re- sending units out to protect the accident vehicle. So if you're uh, coming south of the American Legion Bridge past uh, the Dallas Toll Road, move over to the far left side and avoid the accident scene reported to be on the outer loop. Uh, there are no accidents reported elsewhere on the Capitol Beltway, whether in Maryland or in Virginia. In Loudoun County, Gumspring Road between Braddock Road and Sudley Road, watch out for icy conditions in various areas. However, on Evergreen, Evergreen Mills Road in Loudoun County at Creighton Road in Leesburg, the icy conditions there have been cleared. All lanes are now open and still hearing about some icy conditions in Prince William County affecting both sides of US-15, the James Madison Highway, in areas between between John Marshall Highway and Old Carolina Road. In Maryland, you're not seeing any delays as you make your way from Route 50 all the way to the Bay Bridge. 95 and 295 between the beltways is clear. No worries on 270 from Montgomery County through Frederick County, and you're not going to find any delays either side. In the district, the freeway running just fine between 14th Street and the 11th Street Bridge. All lanes are open. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Mark Pena. Temperatures outside this morning are near freezing, so whether you saw snow or rain yesterday, some of that might be freezing over as black ice. So be very careful driving on the roads, especially the elevated roadways. Thankfully, though, later on today, anything that does form as ice will melt as temperatures warm into the upper 40s to near 50 degrees under mostly cloudy skies. And tomorrow, if you like the sunshine, get outside and enjoy because we've got plenty of it in the forecast with highs in the mid-40s. And we're tracking yet another storm system as soon as Tuesday, bringing widespread heavy rain to our area. This is going to pose the threat for some flooding as we just saw an inch to inch and a half of rain just yesterday. So be very careful heading heading into Tuesday. This is looking like a rain event, though, as temperatures will be in the upper 50s to near 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena, the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we've got 33 degrees, uh, 33 degrees in both Gaithersburg and Arlington. That's 34 in Lanham. And we've got 33 degrees outside the WTOP studios. And coming up on WTOP, we're finding out more about a deadly fire in Western Maryland that occurred Friday night. It is 221. 
Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. Got any travel plans this winter? I'm going to Aruba. Can't wait to hit the beach. I'm going to Aspen, Colorado. I'm going to Alexandria. In the freezing rain. If you're traveling around the Washington region, stay up to date and stay safe with WTOP's traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. With that storm front coming in, you might want to avoid the highways tonight. We're here for you all winter around the clock. WTOP News. Facts matter. As veterans, we're no strangers to helping others. That's what we were taught, service before self. But we do have one question for the veterans listening. When is the last time you reached out for help? If you or someone you know needs resources, whether it's for stress, finances, employment, or mental health, don't wait. Reach out. Find more information at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. This is WTOP News. It's 223. In Western Maryland, authorities are investigating a fast-moving Friday night blaze that killed a two-year-old and left two others injured. A fire broke out after 6 p.m. on Military Road in Cascade, and that's not far from the Pennsylvania state line. The structure was a home converted into apartments. The child was trapped on the second floor and died at the scene. First responders found a 24-year-old woman and another toddler outside. The woman was airlifted to MedStar Washington Hospital Center, and the one-year-old was taken to a nearby hospital. Seventy-five firefighters battled the two-alarm blaze. Improving your memory might be as simple as adding something to your nighttime routine. Here's WTOP's Michelle Bash. Older people performed a stunning 226% better on memory tests just by adding a scent diffuser to their bedroom for six months and running it for two hours a night as they slept. That's according to a small study of people aged 60 to 85 who had not been diagnosed with memory impairment or dementia. About half were given diffusers with full-strength fragrance cartridges. The rest got cartridges that produced very little scent. The study was done by the University of California, Irvine, and Psychology Today reports a product based on the results is expected to be released later this year. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. And Hollywood's award season kicks off tonight with the Golden Globes on CBS, and there could be a big surprise. None other than Time Magazine's Person of the Year, Taylor Swift, could be at tonight's show for her Eras concert film. She's nominated for a brand new category of blockbuster called Cinematic and Box Office Achievement. Kyle Buchanan is an awards columnist at the New York Times. If they can get Taylor in that ballroom, I'm sure they wouldn't mind. Hollywood could use the boost after a year of strikes that have crippled the industry and a revamped, more diverse Hollywood Foreign Press Association under the microscope. There's a little bit of pressure to deliver. We'll see if that pressure is alleviated once the alcohol starts growing. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. And CBS's Gail King will work the red carpet tonight. It is 225. Sports at 25 and 55. And let's go to Frank Hanrahan. High drama last week of the NFL regular season as the Houston Texans, who were just dreadful last year, but then they drafted a quarterback in C.J. Stroud, 
into the playoffs with a 10-7 and record after knocking off Indianapolis 23-19. Pittsburgh Steelers keep uh, their hopes alive for the playoffs, knocking off the Ravens in Baltimore 17-10. Lamar Jackson did not play for the uh, Ravens at quarterback because Baltimore's already locked up the number one spot come AFC playoff time. Commanders hosting Dallas Sunday, 425. Commanders are underdogs by about 13 points. Cowboys can clinch the NFC East with a victory and the number two seed in the 